0: Welcome to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast, coming to you from Gilbert, Arizona. We pray that God will bless your time as you
1: listen. Merry Christmas. As we say in uh, the East, Christ is born, let us glorify him. Um, This has to be like the least Christmassy of all the gospels for Christmas. Just a long list of names of a whole bunch of people that none of us know. We'd have to go Google it to figure out who they are. But there is a deep message in all those names there's a point to it quite beside the point of my delight and knowing that the deacon has to try and pronounce them all that first Christmas um, we sometimes have an image in our mind from all those very idyllic Christmas cards you know we have the, uh, the stable set up and uh, the cute donkey, uh, sometimes the cute lamb. uh, And we put Jesus in the middle of Mary and Joseph and we, we think of this beautiful, perfect picture. Well, there's something to that by the eyes of faith. There's truths in the middle of that. But that first Christmas wasn't like that at all. There was no stable. Jesus was born in a cave that was used as a stable. And things weren't perfect, they weren't idyllic. The rest of the world had no idea that God had come in the flesh. They went about their lives just like any other night. They did business and made plans. Uh, They probably fought amongst themselves. And people were busy sinning all at the same time. And here the whole of the cosmos has finally come to the very point for which it was brought into being. And almost nobody knows. St. Athanasius in his Treatise on the Incarnation, makes this very point. The Lord did not come to make a display. He came to heal and to teach suffering men. For one who wanted to make a display, the thing would have been just to appear and dazzle the beholders. But for him, who came to heal and to teach, the way was not merely to dwell here, but to put himself at the disposal of those who needed him and to be manifested according as they could bear it, not vitiating the value of the divine, appearing by exceeding their capacity to receive it. Uh, This is held in the mystery of all these names we don't know. That in the midst of these names are unfaithful people. In the midst of these names is a Gentile. In the midst of these names is a prostitute. That Jesus actually comes into our existence not as one uh, set outside of what we feel. And you'll hear it in the rest of the Christmas Gospels. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph become exiles, strangers in a foreign land. They know our existence. This is the purpose for which Jesus comes. The child that we adore that's born in Bethlehem a word that means house of bread is laid in a manger used to feed animals and he's destined for a cross. The cross is present at Christmas also. It isn't just some and a cutesy thing that we have for Christmas. Everything is changed. That this child is God in the flesh. The traditional liturgy, and it's still there in our antiphon, the very first thing said on Christmas is today you will know that the Lord will come and he will save you. And in the morning, you shall behold his glory. This is the meaning of Christmas. God is with us and we still see his glory by the eyes of faith. Not just on Christmas Eve at 4 p.m., But at every mass, even the weekdays, from the most glorious, solemn form of it to the forms that are as reduced as we can get because everyone's got to get to work, we behold the glory of the living God who came into our world and shares our humanity that we might be made partakers of his divinity. Whatever else happens for the rest of this Christmas, for the things that will probably go awry, for the kids that will become uh, uncontrollable and throw tempers, or not like the present that they got, all this is quite beside the point. God is one of us, and he comes to heal us of our brokenness and teach us how to go on the path to heaven. Keep this in mind tonight, tomorrow, and every day, and you will always have Christmas in your heart. Amen.
0: O-R-G. Say, man, pray for us.